Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host for the Shine Online podcast and the founder of Soul Studio. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. And before we dive into today's conversation, you're actually tuning into an exclusive replay of an Instagram live interview. And we'll be answering questions and interacting with the live audience over on my Instagram at Soul Studio Marketing. So let's get right into today's episode. In today's episode, TMI is not even a thing because we're going to be talking all about periods and your flow. And the reason why I think this conversation is so incredibly important to have because I feel like we often aren't educated enough about the amazing hormonal system us as women have and how that can impact our lives, our jobs, our relationships, and everything in between. And so once I became aware of how my hormones and my period affected my business, my mind was blown. So I knew I wanted to have an expert on and I knew my dear friend Barry would be the perfect fit because she is not only a nutritionist, but she is a period coach, like an actual period coach, because she's an absolute expert at hormonal health and wellness for women just like yourself. So I'm so excited for you to really learn how to sync your entire life with your cycle. Let's get right into it. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Hello. Hello. I'm just so excited. This is like my first Instagram live podcast. I don't have to keep the secret. I feel free. And I am just so excited to chat with you today. Yay. Let's do this. I'm yes, so excited. I've been like, amped all day. So I'm ready. Oh, I'm so stoked. Um, we'll just like get into who you are, what you do and who you serve. And then we'll get right into all the awesome knowledge that you have to share about Thinking your entire business and your life around your cycle for all the female entrepreneurs out there. Okay. Well, hey, everybody. I'm Barry. I am a period coach and PMS nutritionist. And what I do is I help female entrepreneurs have pain-free periods so they can optimize their life in sync with their flow. That's that's it. I just talk about periods and I teach you how to use it. Oh, that's awesome. And you are so amazing at it. I will just do a quick brief, but I was on hormonal birth control for a long time, trying to manage my acne, cysts, periods, all these things. And really connecting with you and getting the resources that you had to offer me was when I was finally able to go off the pill, stay off the pill, and really come in sync with my body. And I just like rave about how much it's changed my life and well-being. So I already know the knowledge you have to share is just going to be absolutely amazing. So I'm super stoked that you're here. Thank you. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is let's walk through the four phases because I think like traditionally we think we're either on our period or we're off our period. There's not like this in between, but there really are four very distinctive stages that really will, you know, change 
everything depending on the week that you're in. So do you want to kind of recap those? Use your lingo and, and words? Yeah. Okay, guys. So let me give you a rundown of the phases because I think that the scientific way people explain things, it's a little overwhelming and no one knows. So I'm going to translate it using words that we would actually know. So the first phase of your cycle is known as menstruation. We all know this is when you're bleeding, endometrium lining is shedding. But I like to call this your release and restore phase because that's what you need to be doing. Your body is releasing anything that's not serving it, which is why you're bleeding, right? But at the same time, emotionally, you need to release what's not serving you and you need to restore, rebuild, and do that internal work. The second phase of the cycle is technically called the follicular phase. And when I say this, I literally just imagine a guy in a lab coat with like glasses on saying, according to my calculator, like I just, I can't do that. So I like to call this the reconnect phase. And that's because this is when you're starting to turn externally to everyone else. You're ready to reconnect with the outside world because you're feeling better. You have more energy. Your estrogen is slowly rising and you're no longer like, like feeling like a potato, right? Yeah. That's where I'm right now. now. You guys want to (laughs) know? That's my phase. (laughs) And so then our next phase after that is called ovulation. And we all know what that is, but I like to call it rebirth because when I'm ovulating, I feel like a new person. I'm like, I'm coming out. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but like, I just want to dance. And most women, we literally radiate and glow because our estrogen is at its highest point. Our progesterone is not there yet, but it's getting up there. And so all of our hormones are at a really high high, like they're way up. And then right after ovulation ends is something called the luteal phase or PMS. But I call this relax because you need to relax. Just whatever's happening, breathe through it and let it happen. This is when your estrogen actually comes from being really high at the bell curve and it comes all the way down and literally crashes. Your progesterone is kind of like at its high during this time, which is why you might notice your boobs swelling or you have no patience. So that's like the four phases. And just to recap, you have menstruation, which of course, release, restore. Follicular, we have reconnect. For ovulation, rebirth. And for your PMS, go ahead and call that one relax. So you know, just chill. You're good to go. Love that. And you explain it so well because I have the book that you recommended. I have it literally right here, um, Beyond the Pill. Really, really good whether you're on birth control or not because it really breaks down those phases. But you're right. The words are kind of like uh, follicular, luteal. Like you don't know what to do with the science. It's like, just tell me how to do it. I don't. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. I love how you use all the R's and it makes total sense, I think. And I I saw all the hearts going. So I think that everyone (laughs) else is with us. So when it comes to all these different phases, how can we adjust like what we're doing in our business and in our life to support those and not to fight against it? Because I think like we're so used to just like you have to work through it and it's just like being a woman. So you just have to do it and all those different types of things. (laughs) But like, how can we actually make it where 
our cycle supports us instead of inhibits us. So the first thing you really want to do is realize that there are two weeks where you should be doing external any and everything. And there are two weeks where you need to turn within. And so during the two weeks, which specifically the two phases I'm talking about, where you should do external, it's going to be during that reconnect just after you're done bleeding and that rebirth when you're ovulating. That's when you want to do all of your external things. So anything that is going to require you to onboard clients, go to meetings, do anything that involves a lot of communication to the outside world, you want to do during those two two phases. Now, anything that you know is going to involve some internal work, that's going to be during your like release phase and also during the relax phase, go within. Understand that those two, just those two things, external and internal, it's going to change the game. And what I like to do for my business when I'm doing my internal stuff, this is when I'm assessing my insights and my analytics for Instagram. Because at this point, during your relax phase, you're really good at critical thinking and you can just about point out any problem and you can also be really sassy about it. Yes. So it's better <laughs> to just point the problem out and then figure out a creative solution for doing it. Figure out what's going to make you work and twerk the way that you do best and then go from there. I feel like that's really the, the most important part. Now, do you want me to go into that deeper or are we good? Yeah, no, I think that already, like, it makes total sense, but I never even thought it that way. So I think, like, already, like, Casey's saying, you know, I read that book, but I love your explanation, and I totally agree. Like, even right now, I'm in my external phase, and... I'm, you know, I have a networking event this weekend and the next weekend. And like last week, that would have been like, oh no, I am not talking, networking, wearing jeans. No, none of those things. So it just totally, it totally makes sense. And even kind of like a selfish question, but I think that maybe other women might have is like, so for example, I'm speaking at Alt Summit in March, which is a huge deal for me. But the whole week I'm there is my release phase. So, you know, a time that I would prefer to, you know, be at home in my jammies, reflecting those different types of things. So how do you like kind of adjust and be flexible with these phases? Because of course, we do want to plan so we can support them. But like, things happen. So how can you kind of adjust and support those as well? So I like to say that you get to choose. Because listen, chaos is everything and everyone. Clarity is you. And when you know the phases of your cycle, no matter what else is going on, you can always figure out a way to honor it. So any for you specifically, for Alt Summit coming up, what I would suggest that week is actually the week before Alt Summit, do all of your packing and your prepping, okay? Don't even think about it. Just keep yourself on like autopilot mode the week before. The week of do your self-care. Go get your nails done. Go go to the spa. Relax yourself because you know that your energy is going to need to be up and on before you even get on that stage. So you want to actually just set the tone of what that week needs to be so that the day or the two days that you need to be on, you can be there and be aware and alert for the people, but control it before it happens. Because what you don't want to do is be worrying about what your clients need from you, packing at the last minute. You don't want to cause unnecessary stress and anxiety. And it's like, you know this, but like, let's be honest, from time to time, we could totally be last minute. We're like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. But it's like, control the situation before it even gets chaotic because you have the clarity of your cycle. 
Mm, that is so good. Cause it's really just like, I already know that. So just like planning and really being, you know, taking control, like you said, like not being like, Oh, I'm going to be on my period that week. Like I'm going to be not in a good mood and stuff, but it's like, I can actually prepare and support myself so that I can actually be a really beautiful time for me. So I think I see tons of hearts. I know. People are loving it. (laughs) I think one of the things we have to learn is to be proactive rather than reactive. Now that we know the four phases, let's be proactive about what we're getting done and the way we're doing it. Absolutely. And I was even talking about launching today and how it takes so much of your energy. So like I'm launching right now. Really? And what are, is it? Does it go with your face? Like, how is that working around that? So this is interesting. Remember when I said during your luteal or your relaxed phase, you're going to have like good out of the box ideas. Yes. This came to me literally last Saturday. Oh my I'm going to start my period like tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. But I'm choosing to work through it as I'm telling the story of why my launch is so necessary. So you guys are going to be able to see what I'm launching and know exactly where I'm at. And typically, I wouldn't want to launch during this phase. But at the same time, February 1st is not changing its date. So exactly. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of honoring it and then sharing the journey, talking about it because it is a major part of my business, my brand, and just my overall lifestyle. Mm, exactly. And like your whole brand is using the word flow. And I think that's really how we should be with our business is being aware of all the factors that we can control, but the things that we can't like supporting them and finding how we can actually use it to our benefit when growing our businesses or launching new ideas. Because I totally agree. Like I have a lot of really great ideas like around my period when I'm getting off my period. And then it's just like, sometimes you have to just go with your energy, but also also honor at the same time. So I just love how you explained that. Getting back to how we connected, Beyond the Pill, a really, really good book. And I I think we should like preface by saying not being on oral contraceptive or any other type might not be for everyone. We're not saying that's the only way. But I know for me, it's almost released like a fog completely. And I do feel so much more in sync with the natural rhythms of your body. One really great thing that everyone should watch. I was telling you, I don't know if you watched it. It was so good. I was laughing so hard. So good. This is my life. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, um, one of the, if you've ever watched explain on Netflix, they just had a, um, sex series. And one of the sections is all about birth control. Episode three. And they break down. Yes. Episode two, it breaks down the amazing things that happen in the woman body. And like me and Marlon were just looking at each other. We were like, we need to watch that again. Like, why don't they show that in like sex ed classes? Like, why doesn't everyone know that? But um, can you explain why like birth control might be something that can help people run their business and lives better, like getting rid of it and going kind of a more natural way? Okay. So let me go ahead and preface some things because I have to. First, Barry is not a doctor. Hi, I'm Barry. I'm not a doctor and I am not your doctor. However, I am a very informed person in this area. So I just kind of want you guys to realize that I'm not a doctor, not telling you to get off the pill. I'm just informing you and empowering you with information so that you can go back to your doctor and ask them questions. Be like, yo, why didn't you tell me this? But let's talk (laughs) about what hormonal birth control is. So hormonal birth control technically has four different synthetic hormones within it. These synthetic hormones 
act and trigger different things in your body that tricks your body into thinking that it is actually pregnant when it's not. That's what's happening, okay? And what you need to be aware of and understand is just because you get on a pill doesn't mean that it solves your overall problem. It's kind of a band-aid, but what I like to say is it treats a symptom and it doesn't solve the root cause of an issue. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, hormonal birth control, I I personally am not on it. You're not on it. And, you know, that works for us in our lifestyle. However, we've both been very informed about what happens. And I think as modern women, you need to be informed about what's gonna happen. Now, let me answer the original question. I just needed to get on my soapbox, do the disclaimer, and explain that stuff, right? So let me explain to you one of the benefits of not being on hormonal birth control. Not being on hormonal birth control means that your fertility, like when you do want to conceive in the future, the chances of doing it are a lot higher and it's a lot easier. In addition to that, it allows your body to regulate itself without external resources and external things. So unfortunately, in the standard American diet, caffeine is our number one drug of choice, right? Mm -hmm. It's a neurostimulant. And we start that at like what? 12. I mean, I started Starbucks yeah. at like 12, 13. I'm not going to lie, you guys. <laughs> Probably same. <laughs> Still love my Starbucks. But in doing that, we started interrupting our hormones in the way that our hormones regulate different things, the ons and off switches. That's what happened. So now add in this, okay, we've got caffeine for years, add in an external synthetic substance into our body that is already just kind of like, what are you doing? Plus puberty, like what just happened? And you're a mess of emotions. You're a mess of everything internally. So no wonder externally, you're like, what? What just happened in my life? Like what's actually happening and what's going on? So being off of the hormonal birth control actually gives you more control of what you're doing emotionally and act like personally and professionally. I won't go into emotions because that's a whole different thing. But also... In addition to that, birth control, especially if it has hormones in it, it will tamper with your natural state in your natural being. And you just don't want that. You, you just yeah. don't. Like, let's be honest. Who wants something like super fake in their body and they don't know how it's going to like interact with the rest of the stuff? I don't. Do you? Yeah. Like, or affect things long term. And a lot of women have found that if they've been on the pill for 10 plus years, they actually struggle to conceive. And I'm not saying that's everyone's problem. I'm not saying everyone's going to encounter that. I'm just saying that's something that you don't want. Not to mention the long-term repercussions of doing something that, like aside from conceiving and fertility, a lot of it can be blood clotting. A lot of that is weight gain. A lot of women think they go to college because they gain the freshman 15 when really actually could just be the fact that you're on birth control and you waited until after you graduated high school like I did and you went to college. Like I didn't get on birth control until I went to college and I gained like 10 pounds. So it's just kind of like this is why you don't necessarily want to use hormonal birth control because it doesn't let you regulate you. I think that's such a good point. And when you kind of look at it that way, it's like, it actually, like a lot of people think, you know, I mean, birth control is really good in a lot of ways. It does help you control some things, but actually being able to control your body instead of, you know, having something control your body, like having that control yourself is actually so incredibly empowering. 
I want to take a quick break to let you know about my newest course that is joining my signature course library, Shine on Insta Stories. So I'm not sure if you heard, but there are 500 million, yes, million daily active users just on Instagram stories alone. And I have seen how it's become an influential part of my Instagram strategy for building a real community and also being one of the biggest players when it comes to my most successful launches. I wanted to share the tools and best practices that I found along the way from DIYing my own strategy so you can authentically start to show up on stories with confidence and authentic videos, curated graphics, and all the good stuff you probably have seen on my stories. So if you want to enroll in this course or any of my other courses on Instagram or IGTV, enrollment will be opening on Valentine's Day, February 13th and going until the 21st. So you definitely want to be sure to enroll. And if you're listening to this in the future, there is a waitlist linked in the show notes so you can be the first to know when the next enrollment period comes. But act now because there's some really good stuff in this course. Can't wait to see you inside. Um, one of the questions I got on um, the question sticker I posted for our chat was about tools for tracking your flow. And that is like my favorite thing. I know you use a tool. Um, my favorite is Clue. I really love Clue. Um, you can track your symptoms. It shows you your whole cycle in a circle. You can predict months ahead. And I also really like it because your partner can actually view it as well. So if they have the Clue app, they can know. So like, you know, Martin's like, how you're doing? I'm like, look, it tells you on that, like what my symptoms are, what part of my cycle's on. So I think that's really cool. But do you want to share how you use it when the app you use? Yeah. So I actually just use the Apple Health app. And that's just because... Oh, which is so cool. I had never even heard of that. I'm very lazy <laughs> when it comes to certain things. And there's another tool that I use and it's actually my body. So there's something in your body called cervical mucus. And guys, I'm going to spare you all of the details, but we all know cervical mucus is like that kind of that discharge that you notice if you wake up in the morning and you're going to the bathroom, you might see something in your panties or you might notice and you're feeling a little wet. Cervical mucus is actually the game changer. And it's something I'm still learning a lot about, but I've noticed that if the cervical mucus is very sticky, almost like lotion or like glue-like when you touch it, that's when you're ovulating. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, hey, if you're not on hormonal birth control, like me or you, you're not on it. And you notice that like your discharge or the mucus is like very like um, opaque and it's like white. That's when you're ovulating. That's when you want to go ahead and be like, oh, use a condom. You know, that's when you want to be a little bit smarter because that's when your fertility is highest, right? That's the higher chances of getting pregnant. However, you also need to know there's only about a four to six day window where you can actually get pregnant because just after you're done ovulating, it's like freaking intergalactic space stuff happening down there. Once you're done ovulating, yeah. What happens in the body is your uterus turns into like this killing machine of like sperm. I know that sounds so <laughs> dramatic, but like that's really what's actually happening. Yeah. And most women don't know this because we're taught like you can get pregnant every day of your cycle. False, actually scientifically false. And yeah. for those of you who have never heard of cervical mucus and you want to know more about it, this is the book. It's called The Fifth Vital Sign. Okay. I just interviewed this lady for my podcast. Nice. Yeah, and I just finished reading her book changes the game and it's like a more natural way. But I will say this, 
you are responsible if you use the cervical mucus. Like you are responsible if that's how you decide to track. It's not like the app where the app will tell you these are your fertility day. Like you're fertile this day through this day. It's not like that. But your underwear, like I said, your body will regulate itself and it will tell you. Yeah, definitely. And I think another really big thing is learning different foods and supplements and lifestyle choices. Woo! Love nutrition. (laughs) Which I know is your jam. Um, Because when I initially tried to go off birth control a whole year ago, my body was like, no, 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 no because I just try to do it cold turkey. But this time around, I really was focusing on the foods I was having, the supplements I was taking, acupuncture, all these different things to really help support my body. Because even if you want to go off it, it might not be roses and dandelions after. Mm -hmm. Um, But so for, you know, for busy entrepreneurs, busy women that are trying to figure out, you know, I want to maybe incorporate better supplements and foods. Like what is a good starting place? Okay. So this is my favorite thing. This is what I tell everybody when you start with nutrition, lean, lean protein, clean foods and green foods. And if you want to get a little bit more micro with it, a little more specific protein, healthy fats and fiber. That's where I tell everyone to start. Now I can get into the zincs, the magnesiums, the B vitamins, vitamin D and all that stuff. But realistically, that's overwhelming. Yeah. So I want you guys to really focus in on getting those lean protein. So it doesn't matter if you consume meat or you're plant-based or, you know, lean proteins are great sources. So that could be a salmon. It could be, um, I don't really like chicken because I don't know what's in chicken anymore. Like yeah. organic yeah. grass <laughs> finished chicken. I'll just say that. Yeah. Or do some like garbanzo beans. Then you want to go ahead and do as many clean things, eat as many fresh fruits, veggies, and berries as possible keep it local if you can. We got a lot of that here in Florida, so I don't have to worry. And then green, the more veggies on your plate, the better. In my opinion, for PMS nutrition, I always say at least half of your plate needs to be vegetables. A quarter can go ahead and be a protein and another quarter can be a grain. And I feel like just that information will change the game. Oh, and almost every day when you're PMSing, if you could have like avocado, that'd be cool too. Ooh, love it. I'll take that, all right? (laughs) Well, so the reason you want to have avocados because it's a really good source of all of the nutrients that a female needs. Like it's a good source of your B vitamins, your magnesium, your a little bit of protein, and all of your healthy fats. And it's helping your body prepare for the release. Mm, That's awesome. Yeah, I think like that breaks it down where it's like it's really just like a food formula, whether you're doing, you know, just like a smoothie or if you're meal prepping, like just focusing on those three elements in all of your meals. It's really like a seamless way to make sure that you're fueling your body. And I think like once you start to like notice those things, you're like, it makes it so much easier to actually decide on foods. I know I'm huge on like prepping food. I know oh, that really too. helps me. Like as busy women, you have to prep your food. It's so important or you will just grab whatever's convenient, even if it doesn't have all those components in it. So I think those are really, really good tips. Speaking of foods, um, morning rituals, I know are really important to you as well. I know you love your elixirs and your your warm, cozy beverages. So kind of walk us through like 
maybe in different parts of our cycle or just like every morning, what is like a really great way to start our morning so we can be productive? Okay. I'm going to give you guys three really good things. You got to do this because it's game changing. So first start with lukewarm lemon water. Okay. And that's because it's going to help your body become more alkaline because our bodies at this point are so acidic just because like of what we consume and not being aware of it all the time. I mean, like I said, I started coffee like real early, like very early. So I already had a really acidic GI tract and microbiome, but you want to go ahead and alkalize everything that you can to start with lukewarm lemon water. Second thing I want everyone to consume, I don't care if it's in the morning or at night, organic raspberry leaf tea. I use the brand Traditional Medicinals. That's just my favorite brand. It will help strengthen and tone your uterus muscles. So when you're actually shedding the endometrium lining, so the cramping is caused by soft muscle tissue, but when you're actually shedding and it's pushing out, the pain isn't as overwhelming. It doesn't hurt as much because your muscles are strong enough for it. And the third thing I want everyone to do when you are PMSing and when you're menstruating is I want you to make a cacao elixir. Now you're probably thinking, Barry, what? Like, what is this? What is this? (laughs) So a lot of us crave chocolate on our periods, right? Well, the reason you're craving chocolate is because your body is asking for calcium, magnesium, and vitamin D. And chocolate's a really good source of all three of those things. And that's what we already know. Cacao is a healthier version of chocolate and it's more of a superfood. It's actually called the food of the gods. Like back in the day, that's what they called it. And this will actually give your body the nutrients that it needs. And the easiest way to do this is go to your local market, get cacao, one part cacao, I would say two to three parts, even four parts of water or oat milk or almond milk and drink it. Change your life. I'll put it on my stories. I'll put a recipe on my stories. Yeah, that's awesome. I love making like healthy hot cocoa and I use cacao powder for it. Okay. It's like a little bit of coconut sugar and I love it. It's so good. And it's also, if I'm not mistaken, it's also like an adaptogen. So it kind of gives your body whatever it's missing. I'm not 100% sure that it's an adaptogen, but I'm pretty sure. But like mine has adaptogens in it. So yeah. Definitely. Well, that's really cool. Um, And as for snacks, I know seed cycling is a thing and I know that's like a whole other thing. Yeah. But kind of, can you break down seed cycling? Because I think like nuts and seeds are a really easy um, snack, especially just to have at your desk when you're working on projects and client work. So can you kind of tell us a little about how like seeds and nuts can maybe be a part of that? So seed cycling is one of those things where I personally don't practice it and that's begin. I'm I'm lazy. Like I just don't practice it. But I know that days one, through 14, if I'm not mistaken, you need to do flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. Yep. And then days 15 through, well, 28, if you have a normal, which isn't really normal cycle, you need to do sunflower seeds and sesame seeds, if I'm not mistaken. And the reason you're doing this is because all of those seeds individually helps support different things in your cycle. So flaxseed and pumpkin seeds specifically helps with estrogen and uh, making sure that the estrogen dominance in your body is not too much. And a lot of women who actually have like PCOS or endometriosis have issues with estrogen specifically. As for the sunflower seeds, 
And the sesame seeds, I think, I, I'm not 100% sure on how they work, but what I think they do is more of the same with controlling progesterone, which is the hormone that's high during that phase of the cycle or during those phases of the cycle. But yeah, because my acupuncturist, which had helped me kind of uh, regulate things in the beginning, she mentioned those exact things and I have it in my, in my little journal. And it, it is nice to have just in case you ever do want to use those types of seeds to supplement for a nice little proteins and healthy fats. Um, it's kind of good to know. So you broke it down perfectly. And I guess like we'll end off by saying, you know, for any female entrepreneurs, they're wanting to get more in touch with their body, their feminine energy. What is like, you know, a few takeaways that people that are tuning in can really take to really take back their energy, feel that sense of control, um, and really just get in sync with their flow. I think the first thing is just slowing down. Like female entrepreneurs, modern working women, however you identify, go down and realize you don't have to do it all. You actually don't have to do it all. Do what lights you up. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it's how you honor your energy is by following and doing the things that make you feel really, really good and understanding that it's okay to slow down and tune in to your body. So if your body is saying, I'm hitting a brick wall, I can't think straight please step away from your laptop. You don't want to send out a bad email. Let's be honest. Like we just can't risk that. So I would say starting like to slow down and tune in. The second thing is to really remove some of those hormone disruptors. You guys are going to hate me for this one, but I'm going to say it because somebody has to. Caffeine, alcohol, and sugar. I don't know if you guys are like me and you still like your caffeine. I want you to take a look at how much you consume every day and cut it in half. Just cut it in half because most of us are ODing on coffee every single day and then we wonder why we have brain fog and we can't think straight. Most of us are having one too many glasses of wine at night and we're just kind of like, why am I not sleeping all the way? Okay. And the sugars. I mean, I don't even need to go down the path with the sugars, but it's more of the same. The reason why you have that really high high and then a crash is because that's what sugar does. So just be mindful of what you're consuming and cut it in half. And then my third tip for you guys is really just listen to your body. Just listen. I'm not saying like have a full out conversation with yourself, although if you need to, I get it. But your body will tell you what to do. And so that's why when you slow down and you cut those hormone disruptors in half and you just tune in, you can hear everything you need to. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And my my word for this year is rest because I think like once you realize how hard you push by just setting your own standards of I have to do this and no, I can do this and I can do this even though I'm feeling this way. Like when you start to tune in and think like, actually, I do have the freedom to support this with either self-care or resting or going to the gym or eating this type of food. It will change the game. You will run better businesses. You will be better, more fun people to be around (laughs) in your life. Like it is such a game changer. So I already feel like you gave so many good knowledge and I know you have an awesome challenge going on. So let everyone in on the challenge you're hosting and how they can work with you if they want to learn more and really get in sync with their flow. All right, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. This this is what we were talking about at the beginning of this, how it came out of nowhere. I created a 28-day challenge called Love Your Flow. It is 28 days to your best period yet. Essentially, what you'll get is a PMS meal plan, and then 
four weeks of me and you in a group style coaching. Like that's what's what it's going to be. And each week of the meal plan is de- designed around each phase of your cycle to really support it. But in addition to that, I give you practical lifestyle tips, like things you can do right in the moment and not feel like it's overwhelming. And this became out of my 12 week, like one-on-one coaching program. But I was just like, a lot of women don't have time for like a full 12 weeks. They just don't. And I honor that. So I compressed everything into 28 days and it's myself. And then I have four guest speakers who are going to teach you guys some different tips about your body, mind, and spirit and low tox living, which is very important if you're like, it's important, (laughs) moral of the story. And learn how to sync with your cycle and live and flow, but also heal it. So I would love to have you guys a part of it. Yeah, that is going to be so amazing. And like, if you want to see those shifts in your life, like investing an incredible woman like Barry is just 100% worth it. When you put your money towards something, even if it's such a small investment to support her and all the work and all the amazing resources she put out there, like you will see those results and reap the benefits and you'll be like, I can't believe I didn't know that it could be this freeing. I just wanted to create something that really solved a problem. I think a lot of people create things and then they want to keep people in programs and go up this like funnel. Like that's not me. I actually just want to educate you, but I'm understanding that a lot of people are just like, well, if they don't buy into it, they're not going to do the work. And it's like, this is so life-changing that you want to do the work. And if you guys go to my Instagram story today, you'll hear more about my personal story and kind of what my journey looked like. And like, I hope that it just like inspires you to heal and help yourself ultimately because like you can have a period and have a life wow I feel like a walking billboard right (laughs) but oh that is just so good and I hope that we inspired some women today to you know take whatever they need to really just you know get in sync with their flow so thank you so much for joining me for the podcast for the live it was so good and you're just a gem thank you for having me thank you bye everyone bye guys Thank you so much to today's expert guest for joining us today and to my listeners i hope you found this episode helpful and insightful for building your online brand if you want to connect with today's guest and check out any of the important links mentioned in the show i've linked all the details in today's show notes also please send us a message and say hi if you've listened and you have any thoughts or ideas you want to share we're all ears and we are all open in the dms on instagram If you love this episode, be sure to share it with us on Instagram by tagging at Soul Studio Marketing and join in on the conversation at hashtag the Shine Online Podcast. Share this episode with a friend that needs to hear those mic drop moments and be sure to subscribe so you know when the next episode is live and ready to flow through your earbuds. If you loved what you heard today, I'd so appreciate it if you left us a review. It really supports us and it helps new people join the Sunshine family. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.